This episode of I Work For Him is brought to you by SaferNet, online at safernet.com. You've tuned in to I Work For Him, the voice of collaboration for the faith and work movement. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, we're on the internet all the time. Since the internet became widely available to everyone around 1994, the internet has invaded every corner of our lives, literally every corner of our lives. We can literally automate our thermostat, our draperies, our garage door opener, the lights inside our house. And when we get when we get woken up, and the list can go on and on and on. So I guess that's the alarm clock thing I was talking about. This is all possible because of the internet. The internet has brought so many incredible resources to the fingertips of every everyday people across the globe. It makes it easier for us to do our jobs, and it makes it easier for us to be able to communicate with people around the world. Frankly, I find it amazing about how easy it makes it so that we can do research and study on scripture when I'm preparing for a speech or a sermon. But with all that good comes a lot of bad too. How do we protect those we love at home and those we work with from the dangers of the internet? Well, Brad Hawkins joins us today to share his Jesus story and how the Lord has led him to launch a company to help protect us all from the internet and from the creepy people on the internet. Brad Hawkins, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much, Jim Martha. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys having us on and being such a such a supporter for SaferNet and, and just being a, a good friend. I uh, really, really have appreciated the two of you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I'll send that 20 in the mail tomorrow. All <laughs> right. Well, Brad, before we get talking about SaferNet, before we get talking about the responsibility we have as believers to really protect ourselves when we're on the internet, I want to hear your Jesus story. Oh, you know... Um, my Jesus story has uh, um, no start to it, which is really interesting. I cannot remember the day that I turned my life over to the Lord. I just can't remember. I, my parents said I was really young, and and we just we just lived a Jesus life uh, from uh, from the beginning of my life. And you know, I, I've had people tell me that uh, that um, maybe I'm not a believer if I can't remember. But uh, I've I've been living a very foolish life, if that is the case. But um, I, I love the Lord. I love following Him. I love studying and and learning about His Scripture. Uh, I went to a, a Christian high school. Uh, went from there to a uh, uh, theology. Uh, got a theology degree, and uh, then I went from there and got a business and finance degree. All at listening to the Lord, hearing what He had to say, and and walking in that way. Um, now I can't tell you that I've done it perfectly. I've had a lot of trips and fell on my nose multiple times, and but that's the beauty of His grace and His forgiveness is that uh, He just walks us through that and uh, picks us up and puts us on the right path. But uh, yeah, my Jesus story is uh, let's just walk with Him and learn more about Him every day and realize, looking back, how foolish I. I was back in my beginning days of of thinking I knew what God wanted me to be doing and how God, but that's just that, that's the way he grows us and mm-hmm. teaches us and, and uh, helps us uh, become closer to him as we walk. Right. And much like your personal life with your spiritual life having ups and downs, your career has also had some serious ups and downs. Um, what has God led you through? Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, I started out in the investment world. I, I uh, 
um, started an investment company, and that company grew to be uh, about the third largest investment company uh, statewide, uh, not, not one of the national browns by any means, but statewide uh, in our area here. And it just grew to the place where I really didn't have to, I didn't have to work a lot. I had a lot of really good employees that did what they were doing. And, um, and, uh, but I, I loved the challenge and the experience of growing a business. Uh, so I, I had hired a, one of my high school friends to, uh, to, to work for my company when, uh, uh, and so he, I put him in a place where he was overseeing the day to day and, and I started up several of the companies. So I started a medical wellness company and put some people in charge of running that. And I started a oxygen delivery company and I put some people in charge of running that. And then I started a, a really fun, big company. And that was a LED light manufacturing company based out of Hong Kong. And uh, we built a factory in Shenzhen, China, and uh, had distributions in uh, six countries. And we're working on an agreement with uh, Philips to to sell our lights. And it was it was just a growing experience. Um, and so, you know, the Lord had blessed us with uh, just great favor, um, uh, great relationships, uh, lots of money. Uh, and I was sitting in my office one day at our investment company and, uh, my, one of, one of my assistants came in and said, we can't access any of our accounts. And I thought, well, that's weird. Talk to the guy that's in charge. And he said, well, we can't get a hold of him. Um, and I thought, well, that's doesn't make any sense. So I tried and couldn't get a hold of anybody and, um, and make a long story short. Uh, the guy that I knew since uh, childhood was uh, running a small Ponzi company for a for a separate company, not even our the company I was he was running for me for a separate company that he had. He was running a Ponzi scheme, and uh, the government felt like since he was also running my company uh, that it was probably bad too. So they seized all of my assets and. Uh, I basically fr- froze all the companies that I was man- overseeing and running and owning. And, and so we went from uh, having all the money in the world to do whatever we needed to do and grow businesses and hire people and influence people and, uh, and uh, to the point where uh, I ended up working at a body shop. So it was a quite devastating process. Uh, but basically what happened was is that um, they put everything through what they call a 10-year uh, audit, which means doesn't mean that they took 10 years, but it means they audited my last 10 years of activity, couldn't find anything that, uh, that they were uh, concerned with. But uh, they ended up putting uh, my business associate in jail for 28 years for what he did. And they dropped everything. They dropped the freeze on everything, uh, which took them two years, which basically put everything, uh, all our businesses into failure. So we had to start all over and that was a devastating process. So, um, but we, uh, uh, the Lord took care of us the whole way. He, he walked us through. Uh, I was very, very frustrated, very, very angry. 
Um, and uh, it was it was quite a journey to go through uh, for me and my family. So I mean, I mean that's just it. You had you had a business loss. There's pain there. You had betrayal. And there's pain there. How did you keep your faith strong? Because a lot of people, when they get to that kind of end of the rope, sometimes they just end their lives. Sometimes they just, I mean, literally, they don't know what to do because it, this is such a swing. How did you keep, how did you and your bride, how did you keep your faith strong? And your kids used to probably kids staying at home when that all was going on. How? How did you do it? What did you do? You know, that's a great question. Um, and the answer probably is truthful to say that I didn't. Um, uh, there was times where I was just so, I, I looked at God and said, what are you doing? I, I, I didn't do something to deserve this. Why, why am I in this spot? Do you, do you hate me? Uh, do you, do you think that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm horrible? Why, why would you cause this to happen? Um, I, I know that my wife felt the same way and, and, uh, you know, we kept, trying to explain things to our kids and and they're they're still um uh some of our kids that are struggling in trying to comprehend and understand all the details behind it um but really i i was coming home from a meeting uh this is about three years after it started and i had one asset left that i was trying to sell so that i could um start uh, a a different business and I could use that money to start it. And I, I went to the closing, everything was closing on it, everything was fine. Uh, and driving back, uh, they they said that the, the CEO, CEO of the company that was buying the asset uh, decided not to do it and they're not closing. And I just fell apart. I just broke down. I pulled my car off the highway and I was crying and and I said, you know what, God, you can do everything you can to destroy me. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I will end up in heaven. You may not want me there. You may do everything you can to get me out of there, but I know what your Bible says. I know what the rules are. I am going to believe in you. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to live that life that you say will get me into heaven. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be at the pearly gates and, You'll have to be the, I'll have to be the only one that you send out if, uh, uh, even if I do follow all your guidelines and rules. And, and I just kind of fell apart and I started driving again after about a half hour of explaining how angry I was. And I just started laughing and I, I said, you know, I can't have any control over this. I can't do anything about this. Uh, all I can do is just keep walking. Uh, there's nothing more I can do. And uh, I'm I'm still walking, and God's still blessing us. Uh, I don't have any answers on why it all happened. I, I still don't comprehend it all. Um, but I completely believe that God uh, works everything together for good. Now, what's interesting is he showed me he doesn't work every, everything together for good for everybody. He works for everybody, everything together for good that love him. Mm. And if, if I understand that, that I, I love him, well, God says, if I love him, I'll keep his commandments and I will and, and ask him for forgiveness when I fail at that. And I will continue to keep his commandments. I'll continue to ask for forgiveness when I goof that up and I'll continue to walk in his path and trust that he has everything else under control. 
Um, not the easiest task in the world, but that's what mm -hmm. I'll do. No, it isn't. So one of the things we love to talk about, and thank you for sharing all of that, because it, um, I believe that we have listeners, their story won't look the same as yours, but they've had betrayal and hardship and have felt like they are at the end of their rope. One of the things we love to talk about, and I'd love for you to just touch on briefly, is how about your marriage? How through all of this did you, um, you know, did, what did you do to protect your marriage um, as you went through such a hard time? Oh, that's such a great question. And if my wife was here, she probably would have a different answer than I would. But uh, uh, what I can say is what I tried to do and what she can say is what she noticed that I did. So those are two separate conversations. But, uh, um, you know, I, uh, I tried to keep my wife up to date on everything. I tried to explain everything to her. Um, and, and what was interesting is in, in the very beginning, it probably could have been very easy for her to question me to question, gosh, you know, nobody comes after you like this unless you've done something. Um, and she never did. She, she, out, she knew me. She understood who I was. She knew that it was, uh, uh, a, a uh, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that I had done. And having her have that faith in me was, was, uh, uh, life giving to me. It was, mm, I'm sure uh, it was. if I, if I had to fight that front, I, I don't know how I would have done that. And God probably, uh, kept me from that. But, uh, you know, truthfully, my wife, um, my wife was warned about this in a dream. And what's interesting is the biggest loss that we had, we lost, millions of dollars. We lost businesses. We lost all kinds of stuff. The biggest loss that we had was our reputation and mm. our friends. And we believe that we had friends everywhere. Um, but what we learned is we didn't really have friends. We had a lot of people that wanted things from us. And when uh, my wife had a dream, and I won't get into the details of it, but it was basically a dream that was showed her before all this started that there's going to be a huge collision and we're going to be crying out for help from people that are our friends that are right there in front of us. And they're going to turn their back and walk away. And she didn't know what that was. It freaked her out. I remember when she had that dream at the time and she mentioned it to me. I thought, well, that's weird and just kind of went on with my day. But, uh, but God prepared her heart to at least understand mm -hmm. that we really, uh, our friends are going to walk away from us, uh, and friends and family in some cases. And, right. um, so I, I think that she was able to lean on that to know that, that, um, uh, God knew and God understood and he was going to be there with us at, through that process. Um, but the truth is, uh, we both went through our different versions of depression and, there was times where we didn't talk a whole lot, uh, that, uh, we just kind of existed. Um, but, but, uh, uh, I always did my best to be able to hear what she had to say. Uh, where I went wrong a lot is I kept telling her, uh, what she was supposed to be doing and believing and having confidence in and not listening. Um, uh, but, uh, I learned as we went and, and, uh, became a little more attentive to her feelings of lack as opposed to trying to fix it in the process right. um, but uh, as god did it we he brought us to a place of 
of joy through the process. I, I, I love the setup because all of this led you to starting SaferNet. Why? Why did you start a company dedicated to a safer and more secure internet experience? I mean, you could have started anything because you had all kinds of experience in lots of different fields. Why this company? Why SaferNet.com? You know, um, I, I, I can't say that I came up with the idea all by myself. Um, what had happened was, is I, I started doing consulting for some businesses and uh, uh, the company name at the time was Wi-Fi and they were trying to do some work on routers and they asked me to do some consulting. And I said, well, in the consulting review, I looked at it and said, this makes no sense. It won't work. There's not a multiple multiplying factor to it. And I gave them a plan that they could move forward on in a business model. And uh, uh, they, they said, would you mind coming on and doing this for a contract and, and helping us do this? And I looked at it and said, gosh, uh, this excites me. Your business model, it doesn't excite me, but this excites me because I can see that we can put a plan together to really help people. And one of the things that I proposed is that, you know, in, in any business, uh, it's always a good idea to be able to have something to give away. And I said, what if we gave away part of our security as a free pornography blocker for those people that want to block in pornography uh, and, and conquer that addiction that they might have? And the board at the time agreed to that and said, yeah, let's do that. And that really fired me up because I, I know several people that are just dying to try to get out of this uh, continue addiction that they have. And uh, that's really what motivated me is to be able to say, gosh, uh, I, I, as we'll talk about it, I have this, this thing that I know when I go to heaven for the first day, for the first time that I see God for the first time, um, we're going to go through a, a, a period of judgment. Now, I don't know what the timing on that is, but but we're going to go through a period of judgment. And um, I want him to be able to say some things that I've done that is well done. Right. And, and, I, and I fully believe that he gave us the idea to be able to uh, give, uh, give people a tool to be able to block pornography out of their world and help them be able to use this amazing tool that we have in the internet and not be afraid of being sucked into these addictions that the enemy would like to destroy people's mind with. Yeah. And so, so what, that's such a great segue because I love that you saw a business model that could give something to people that has kingdom principles that is saying, I want to help protect you from evil. So let's, let's go into that a little bit deeper and just talk about overall, what is SaferNet all about? So we've kind of, kind of, glossed over it a little bit. So tell our listeners what SaferNet is and why we're so excited to be talking about it on I Work For Him. Yeah, SaferNet is is a an app that goes on any endpoint device. And an endpoint device is a laptop or a cell phone or a, a, a tablet or anything at the end of the internet that, you, that access the internet. So it's an app that goes on any endpoint device and it puts that endpoint device puts that phone or, or computer 
into a uh, encrypted tunnel to go through the internet. Uh, and and it go as it goes through that encrypted tunnel, we're able to scramble everything so that if somebody gets to your stuff, they can't they can't know what you're doing. Uh, and number two, uh, we put in this uh, this virus protection inside the tunnel so that if you get to a place that has bad stuff that would like to put it on your device or on your network, we block it before it gets there. So it's a it's a, a VPN. It's a virus protection. And then we have 200 internet controls to allow uh, an administrator to manage all of the devices connected to their SaferNet account. What that means is that you can turn on and off the internet. You can turn it on and off portions of the internet, meaning pornography or, or there's 84 other filters you can put on there. Um, you can see all the traffic, see where everybody's going and and agree or disagree that this is okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see all the, what we call entourage of all these exterior things trying to get to your, your devices to try to steal information off of it. Not only do we block all that, but you can see all that happening in real time. There's, so what we're doing is we're making it very simple, including the three most important parts of cybersecurity into one app and giving it to individuals at a very low cost. You know, I love the fact that you explained that so clearly for us to understand, because this is something that um, is very critical in our homes and in our workplace. And to be able to have that view where somebody as an administrator can look and say, this is happening and we are seeing it being able to protect people from places that they shouldn't go or the attack that they could be having. Um, you did such a great job of explaining that. And we know how important it is to protect ourselves from the enemy and from the internet. I mean, ever since it came around, because Satan said, you know, he's there to pr prowl around like Jesus said, Satan's here to steal, kill and destroy. And that's what the internet is there to do. But safernet.com has, I mean, we've been working with this. Now, Brad, you have become a ministry partner of I work for him. And so I've been using this heavily. Uh, and it's amazing how easy it was to put on all of our devices, how to be able to track of our, our devices. And I tested all the controls to see, okay, if I try to go here, what will it do? And it just, it says, no, you're not going there unless you put in the password to get past it. And then it's going to be notated that you put the password in to get past it. But I love the console because everybody on the team, you could see what everybody's doing, where everybody's going. Uh, and it's, it's such a great tool. And I, we just want to encourage all of our listeners to go out there and check out safernet.com, safernet.com. It is a powerful tool that is inexpensive, reasonably priced for every business for lots of different um, computers and phones on, and tablets on your business, but also for at home. So Brad, how does SaferNet help create a safe and controlled internet experience at work? And then I want to ask at home before we run out of time today. So what are you doing to help make internet safe for everybody in my office? But really, our, our goal is to work with small to medium-sized businesses because truly most small to medium-sized businesses do not have any idea what they're doing cybersecurity-wise. Mm -hmm. So now we're not necessarily the end-all. There's other cybersecurity tools and devices that uh, maybe medium-sized businesses would need. But what we would do is we'd put a, 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 an app on every endpoint device. So every computer in the office, 
every cell phone that goes out of the office, every computer that goes out of the office, and keep them all safe all the time. Now, one of the things I did mention, and I'm pretty excited about, is that we have a 24 always on policy. So what happens is, is that if you turn off your device and turn it back on, SaferNet turns on with you. So you're not running the risk to say, oh gosh, I forgot to turn on my VPN when you walk into Starbucks and and decide you want to sit down and watch something. Um, or there's also wait, something- wait, wait, You're saying that I can go and I'm not a Starbucks guy, I, but let's just say I go to McDonald's and I want to use their free Wi-Fi because it says free Wi-Fi right at the front door. If I go in there and use it I, with SaferNet on my computer, does that mean I'm actually safe when I'm surfing at McDonald's? You're safe when you're surfing at McDonald's. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting is that I was actually in a hotel doing payroll with my computer. Now, in times in past, I would never do that be, except for behind a firewall because I'm accessing my bank accounts or whatever. Now I'm completely safe because uh, I'm operating within an encrypted tunnel that nobody can see or access, even using somebody's Wi-Fi. We got, let's talk about home. Yeah. So tell us about home then. So I understand you, you see it with lots of computers and all the employees and stuff, but what particularly is um, the focus in our homes that is set there for? I think this is really powerful. I love it. It is. And, and it works exactly the same way as a business. So in a business, you've got an administrator that wants to oversee and make sure that everybody using the internet is safe. Uh, same thing with a mom or a dad that wants to oversee their their kids. They want to make sure that their kids are not going to places that that are going to mess with their brains and help them think about things incorrectly and that kind of things. And so what happens is, is that the administrator can go in there, uh, they can put an app on every device. You can narrow the 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 usage down to you know two or three websites if you want to. Uh, you can narrow it down to very specific filters of of things. You know, it's interesting. There was a lady that came up to me one time telling me that I saved their daughter's life. And I thought, well, that's an exaggeration, but I'd love to hear the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but she explained that she was struggling with bulimia and that she, whenever she got on the internet, all she saw was beautiful, thin, perfect girls. And it had formed a look, a picture in her head of what she was supposed to look like. And she was doing everything she could to, number one, get there, and number two, destroy her life in the process. By filtering out beauty and all the different pieces that she was to see, and her mom was able to go in there and control all those pieces and block specific areas, it gave her the ability to do her homework for high school and not get attacked with images that were not necessary for her future. And it's really amazing how you can control that. What I love is that feature where you could have that teenager that's driving you crazy and, and they're just hold off in their bedroom. You can shut off the internet on their devices and just say, bloop, no internet for you right now. Your phone can dial out. That's it. You, I mean, it, that's a powerful feature for a rebellious teenager to me. Exactly. Yeah. It's time uh, for dinner. Guess what? The internet goes off. That's bloop. pretty quick and easy. Just yeah. press the button. Bloop. I love it. it's powerful. You know, I'm going to just take a minute here and talk to the listeners because a lot of times when we talk about things related to a business only, people kind of turn their turn it off because they're like, I don't have decision making power. I don't have the ability to bring this to my company. But everyone has the ability to bring it in their home. 
And um, I, I think starting there for some people, that could be a good first step and say, see it for yourself. A lot of people, we are, we'd like to live in denial that, that, that bad things could happen to us. But the reality is there's people working really hard to make bad things happen. And um, this is one simple way to protect ourselves from things we may never know. It's that, you know, that Amy Grant song, you know, where the, the you know, we didn't know if a car, you know, went out of control. I don't remember all the words, but, you know, we never know what we've been protected from. And I think that for the listeners, give this a try in your home. But if you have the ability to take it to your work, then you've got that experience. Really, all you need to do is contact safernet.com, have a chat and let them do a demo for your business. It will blow Mm. your mind because I know the way these things are packaged together, you'll spend way more for each individual pieces. And again, elsewhere, you mean elsewhere, if they bought five different, if they bought web filters and a porn filter and they bought a VPN and they, and they uh, did the malware, the, the uh, antivirus stuff, you'd spend more money and this is all packaged together and it works. It really works. And these guys are kingdom. This is a kingdom business focused on the king, growing the kingdom. It's a great ministry partner of our work frame. We would love for you to check out safernet.com. Brad, before we're done, we've had some fun with this because there's so many naughty people on the internet. We've decided to launch a separate podcast just to focus on the cyber criminals of the world. And we called it the Digital Desperados podcast. We launched it just a few weeks ago. Digital Desperados is the name of the podcast. Where we're covering the stories and how SaferNet might be able to save the day in those situations. That's been that was your first podcast experience, wasn't it, Brad? That was, and it's actually been a lot of fun. It's been really interesting doing the research on all these cyber criminals and uh, and uh, talking about them. It's really fascinating to see how it all comes about, and I'm really surprised at what country keeps hiring all these cyber criminals and keeping them out of jail. Huh. That country may be located on a large continent. Well, maybe they need with to a listen. Six letter word. Yeah. Maybe they need to listen to the show to find <laughs> digital desperados and you can check it out. We've listed, we put it out there. Do we really put it out there? No, what I no, I just I there is digital we'll desperados right in the link. We'll put it in the link in the, yep. in, in the notes. And um, you know, I just think it's it's a great way to get some exposure to understanding what's really happening. You know, some of us live very much with our blinders on, and so digital desperados is just a great podcast to help show people what's really going on and why it's important to have digital protection. Guaranteed, you will enjoy the conversation because one of our co-hosts. Patrick McMurphy, he's got this phenomenal Irish accent, and it just adds a whole nother flavor as he tells the story of these criminals. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, I, you know, we're, we're highlighting the life of criminals. We're talking about how, you know, you know, I always ask Brad to protect ourselves. It's like, it. these are serious people, Brad. Can you stop this guy? Because this is some pretty creepy stuff. All right. Well, final question. We got to go. We're way over. Well, I just want to know, um, you know, you have an audience that has been riveted by your story. Um, we, we, our audience has been. So are there any final words of advice for those that are listening in living out their faith in their work um, as God has maybe taught you a lesson? Oh, you know, I could probably talk for hours on that one topic. You got 30 seconds. Right ahead. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I, I would say the, the one thing that has brought me through and redeveloped life inside of me 
is realizing how much God wants to tell me and communicate with me and guide me through his scripture. Mm-hmm. And if, if I just leave my nose in the book and listen to what he has to say and ask him whenever I can what I need to be doing next, uh, he will walk me through whatever difficult things that are laid out there. Um, if I'm uh, trudging through difficult things and I, and I believe and trust him, uh, he's going to take my hand and walk me right through step by step, and I don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are That's some fun. great words. You know, Martha, the Digital Desperados podcast, Digital Desperados podcast, as I mentioned before, is such a great podcast to help our listeners learn more about the importance of digital protection. But finding good podcasts, talking about faith and work, that can be tough. But we have a solution for that. The Awaken Podcast Network, we have put together over 150 podcasts centered around the conversation of faith connected to work. We invite all of you guys to check out online, awakenpodcastnetwork.com, awakenpodcastnetwork.com. We put new titles on there almost every week that we find about that discussion. And maybe you, our listeners, know of one that you want to mention to us. Just send me an email, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iworkforhim.com. We love inviting you out there to the awakenpodcastnetwork.com. Brad Hawkins from safernet.com. Thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you so much, guys. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I Work For Him. him. This episode of I Work For Him is brought to you by SaferNet. Online at safernet.com. World War III started on your computer when Al Gore unleashed the internet in 1994. Want to fortify your business against cyber attacks? SaferNet VPN is the answer. Our easy-to-use cybersecurity app protects your enterprise on all fronts. Plus, secure your family's online journey with powerful internet filters. Embrace simple yet robust cybersecurity with SaferNet VPN now. Get secured now. Sign up at SaferNet.com. That's SaferNet.com. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online at iworkforhim.com. I Work, the number four, him dot com. <laughs>